Thank you for that, ladies. Let's take our Bibles. We're going to go to 2 Corinthians chapter number 10. And then if you'll also find Luke chapter number 17. Uh, again, for those of you here Wednesday, uh, we were talking a little bit about this topic, about faith. Uh, and a couple of ways that uh, God helps us or encourages us. We are to encourage our faith. We're to exercise our faith. Uh, there are a lot of uh, quips and sayings about faith. Uh, a faith that can't be tested, can't be trusted, uh, is one of those. And, uh, and so I want to explain it a little bit, but start off where we were last week, or at least in one of the messages uh, that I was in recently. And again, pray for me. I was thinking about what Brother Omley said. You know, if I was to grow a beard in my throat, it, it would still be better than your beard. Uh, and, uh, and so you won't be able to see it, but it'd be, be better. And uh, anyways, uh, yeah, pray for me as I, can you see my check engine light from where you are? It just, it feels like I've got a check engine light on. Something's uh, a foreign object detected. Uh, and uh, so pray for me. All right, we're going to be in reading. Let's all stand together for the reading of our text from 2 Corinthians chapter number 10. We'll just read a couple of verses. I'll pray uh, and then get into things. I've got a lot of notes today, but I want to be mindful of the time. And if I don't get through everything, of course, I'll uh, continue uh, with this message even in the evening service. All right, let's begin reading in verse number 14 uh, of 2 Corinthians in chapter number 10. The Bible says, For we stretch not ourselves beyond our measure as though we reach not us unto you, Excuse me, not unto you, for we are come as far as to you also in preaching the gospel of Christ, not boasting of things without our measure, that is, of other men's labors, but having hope when your faith is increased that we shall be enlarged by you according to our rule abundantly. To do what? To preach the gospel in the regions beyond you and not to boast in, any, uh, in another man's line of things made ready to our hand, but he that glorieth. Let him glory in the Lord, for not he that commendeth himself is approved, but whom the Lord commendeth. Our Heavenly Father, I pray that you bless this message today. Help us from your word, please. We love you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you. Please be seated. Uh, I don't want to re-preach this passage of Scripture, but last week uh, culminated our missions conference and our missions emphasis uh, for the month, uh, taking up pledges, as I mentioned, uh, during the uh, offering time. Uh, for those of you who are visiting, uh, that is something we do uh, as a church each and every year uh, to kind of make pledges so we know uh, what we can do in support of missions uh, for uh, the next year. Uh, so Paul, as he really taught about it to the church at Corinth uh, in chapters 8, 9, and 10, uh, finishes it with a truth uh, that says in order for him to take the gospel beyond there, those regions beyond, it required uh, an increase of faith by the believers at that time. Uh, so again, uh, not to recap everything, uh, our prayer is individually and as a church uh, that we can grow in faith, that our faith would increase, uh, and, uh, and that we would uh, in turn uh, do more uh, in this area to reach uh, beyond uh, what we're already reaching. And for those of you who are new, uh, we support about 100, 100 missionaries right now. Uh, at least $100 a month or more. Uh, and uh, we give to um, different projects that they would do or if they have, have needs or we take care of them uh, in generous ways uh, when they uh, are here in the States on deputation or, they're, uh, or maybe they're on furlough. Uh, and we do all of that uh, through our missions uh, fund, all right? We have two accounts. We have a general fund account at Berean Baptist Church uh, we have a missions fund account. Well, let me clarify, we also have a, uh, another account that's a church planting account 
that, uh, that we are, uh, that's there specifically for uh, hopefully and prayerfully uh, planting another church here in our area. Uh, or it can be used uh, to, uh, to help uh, other church planters uh, with things that, uh, that they might, uh, might need. So those finances come in, and we can't do, we can't do more unless more comes in. Does that make sense? Uh, so we're praying that God increases our faith. But, uh, but that is, um, when you think about what faith is, uh, and, uh, and I want to explain just a little bit about that uh, today. We're saved, by the way, we're saved by grace through faith. Uh, if you're saved today, it's that you have saving faith, all right? And, uh, but, but that faith that we have that saves us uh, is not something that we just muster up ourselves. It's something that God uh, is involved in, that God, God gives to us. He, uh, he also, he, the Bible speaks about a measure of faith that He gives us. He also uh, tells uh, different means, which we'll get into, like the preaching of God's Word. Faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. And we'll look at that text uh, as well. Uh, but, uh, but faith is, the Bible describes in uh, Hebrews 11, is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Uh, so the fact that, one of the, well, one of the, from an apologetic standpoint and a uh, trusting in God or an evidence of what we believe in, one of the primary evidences uh, is the fact that we have faith. Uh, because, we, because faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. We believe uh, because of what God has said, uh, and in part of that process, uh, He's the one who, who gives us faith, uh, and, uh, and that comes through the gospel uh, and through the Word of God, which we're going to look at here in a moment. But turn with me to Luke 17. So we've established through previous messages that in order to go and reach further with the gospel, uh, it takes more resources, it's communicating, uh, is, the, is the biblical terminology, communication concerning giving and receiving, the fellowship, the ministering to the saints, etc. In order to do that, is, uh, it re, uh, requires us to increase faith. And in Luke chapter number 17, we have one of two different times where uh, God deals with um, uh, a lack of faith, uh, and uh, we started with this on Wednesday, verse number 1 of chapter 17. Then said he unto his disciples, It is impossible, but that offenses will come, but woe unto him through whom they come. It, will be, it, be better, it were better for him that a millstone were hanged about his neck, and he cast into the sea, than that he should offend one of these little ones. Take heed to yourselves, if thy brother trespass against thee, rebuke him, and if he repent, forgive him. And if he trespass against thee seven times in a day, and seven times in a day turn again to thee, saying, I repent, thou shalt forgive him. And uh, so the Bible speaks much about forgiveness and our responsibility to forgive each other. The Bible says to forgive even as Christ has forgiven us. That means not to forgive because he has, but the same way. Uh, and all of us, uh, there's not a person in here that is an exemption, deserves the forgiveness of God. There's not a one of us that deserves it. The Bible says we are at enmity with God. We're the enemies of Christ. And uh, God, uh, through the Holy Spirit, uh, brings conviction to our heart. We realize that we're a sinner uh, in need of a Savior. Uh, and we trust by faith uh, in uh, the grace gift that God has given us through His Son, Jesus Christ, who died uh, and shed His blood, uh, that we might be born again. 
And I'm thankful for the blood of Jesus. That's why we still sing all those songs uh, in our hymn book uh, about, uh, you know, what can wash away our sins? Nothing but the blood uh, of Jesus. So he saves us uh, and we know that he keeps us and, uh, and it's a work of God. And it, it's, a, a, it's a gift of salvation uh, that's spoken about in chapter number two of the book of Ephesians. Uh, and uh, it is something that God gives us through faith. So as Paul, uh, excuse me, as uh, Jesus was preaching uh, to his disciples and instructing them, uh, he, he says to them uh, about forgiveness, uh, that uh, they need to forgive each other uh, if somebody has a trespass against you to forgive. And so a lack of forgiveness uh, in this illustration doesn't um, evidence a lack of love. It's a lack of faith. Because when he told them, you need to forgive each other and forgive others, and elsewhere in the Bible he says, if you fail to forgive others their trespasses, then, uh, then he won't forgive us our trespasses. Uh, they decided that what they needed in order to do that was not more love, but more faith. Uh, in verse number 5, it says, And the apostles said unto the Lord, Increase our faith. So their prayer to him was, um, Give us more faith uh, and help that to increase. Uh, so as we get into our points this morning, um, the, the first point is going to be, if we want to increase our faith, we need to pray. And we need to pray and ask God uh, to do that very thing. And he continues on with those thoughts uh, in explaining about what the faith of a grain of mustard seed is and, uh, and, uh, and encourages them on that very subject. And so we should, as Christians, wish, desire, hope for, pray for, uh, to have more faith. Uh, learning how to increase our faith in God uh, with uh, some steps from the Bible, which we're going to look at here today. Uh, but uh, the, and the Bible gives us more than four ways to increase our faith. Uh, but we're going to look at just those four uh, for sake of uh, time today. So unforgiveness is a sin. Uh, it's one of the most hurtful and ignored sins uh, amongst Christians. And so uh, this message isn't about uh, forgiveness, although that's worthy of, of a message, uh, many messages, uh, but we don't have uh, any more time uh, to talk about that. So our focus is that phrase, uh, increase our faith. Uh, the disciples recognize that they didn't have strong enough faith or a faith strong enough uh, or required to take the next step of obedience, and that was to forgive somebody if they trespass them seven times a day. Uh, we know seven times seven, and, uh, and we mess with those. Ver- I mean, so that means, what, 490 times, and then they're done. You can't forgive them more than 490 times. Uh, and, but that's not what Jesus is teaching us. He's teaching us that we need to forgive each other. Uh, and, uh, and so even if you say something mean uh, to your children, your spouse, and, and you say, forgive me, uh, please forgive me, and they say, oh, I forgive you. And then you say the same thing seven times that day. Uh, each time you ask for forgiveness, forgiveness should be granted uh, because you say, well, they don't deserve it. They keep doing the same thing over and over again. Um, so do you uh, in uh, many things in your life. And so we are to forgive the same way. Aren't you glad that, uh, that under grace, Jesus, every time you go to him and ask him to forgive, he goes, oh, again? You did it again? Uh, under grace, the Bible says he remembers it no more. He buries it in the deepest sea. Far as the east is from the west. Uh, and uh, for you flat earthers, uh, you know, uh, that, that shows some uh, finite, uh, you know, here and there. But uh, us round earthers know that east is to infinity that, you know, in, in, in west, uh, whichever way it is, wherever I'm standing in here right now. Uh, 
but he removes our transgressions as far as the east is from the west. You can go to the North Pole, you can go to the South Pole, but east and west are different. All of God's people said amen. Uh, those of you who are flat earthers say omi. All right, uh, just seeing if you were here today. And so they recognized uh, that they didn't have what they needed, so they prayed, increase our faith. But that prayer request uh, or that request of the Lord acknowledges, acknowledges the presence of faith. They had faith, but they needed faith to be increased. Uh, what it acknowledges uh, in one respect is also an imperfection of faith. Uh, their faith needed to grow, uh, and they desired for that faith to increase uh, and uh, not to stop. And so they needed a depth, a greater depth of faith uh, in Jesus. Uh, one, of the, uh, uh, one of my favorite writers uh, on the topic of prayer uh, is a gentleman by the name of E.M. Bounds. And uh, in one of his books, <coughs> he said this about faith. He said, faith is not an abstract belief. Uh, in the Word of God, nor a mere mental credence, nor a simple assent of the understanding and will, nor is it a passive acceptance of facts, however sacred or thorough. Faith is an operation of God, uh, a divine illumination, a holy energy implanted by the Word of God uh, and the Spirit of God uh, in the human soul. A spiritual and divine principle which takes of the supernatural and makes it a thing apprehendable by our faculties of time and sense. All right. Now, I read that slowly because I don't want to repeat it again, and, uh, but I know there's a lot wrapped up in there. Uh, but, but faith isn't just some magical thing uh, that is that it, it's, or mystical thing. It's something that God gives us that we can grow. Uh, and when we pray uh, and ask God to do that, we have to think about where faith, where faith comes from. Uh, and, uh, well, as I've already referenced, the Christian life begins with faith. Uh, they said, Bible says in Acts 16, 31, Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be saved in thy house. We know, uh, Bible says, He that believeth on the Son hath everlasting life, and he that believeth not the Son shall not see life. Uh, the Word of God says, These things have I written unto you, that you may know that you have uh, eternal life. We have to believe that Jesus was God uh, in, in incarnate, God come to this world uh, to become uh, the, uh, our substitute. Uh, without, the, without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sin. So in the Old Testament, uh, and they would, uh, would kill animals and shed blood. And there's a lot of, a lot of typology uh, pointed out in Sunday school today. Uh, out of the book of Acts, that as Paul preached Jesus uh, to the Jews, he preached uh, and expounded uh, and instructed them from uh, Moses and the prophets. So uh, the Old Testament is Jesus concealed. The New Testament is Jesus revealed. Uh, and it's all about Jesus uh, saving us from our sin through his blood, uh, not his death. Uh, as John Calvin would, uh, would teach, or uh, John MacArthur, uh, it's through the shedding of blood uh, that, uh, that we, are, uh, we are saved. And so we believe by faith. Uh, but let me, let me say this. When uh, there was a, a, a number of times, and again, um, that maybe this is part of a, a number of messages. If you're here, uh, I, please don't misunderstand what I'm about to say. I'm not a Calvinist. Uh, I'm not an Arminianist. 
Uh, I'm a biblicist, all right? I believe what the Word of God says. And, and I believe in a sovereign God, but I also believe in the free will of men. We accept or reject Jesus Christ. He is not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. There's a lot of nuances uh, in discussion in that, but I just really believe if you read, your, read the Bible, um, um, it, whether it's uh, you know, any type of, uh, of um, um, Bible theology or whatever, if we think it's wrong, right, whatever, the Bible needs to be our final rule of uh, faith and practice. And, and, uh, and so uh, if you're here today and, uh, and you are, uh, have Calvinistic leanings, um, you know, that's, you know, is what it is, but I'm, I'm just not that way. Uh, and I believe that, uh, that, uh, that Jesus wants to save everybody. And so we take the gospel, uh, missionaries, we're missionaries right where we are, and we know that the Christian life begins with faith. But I was exposed to Christians and church numerous times before I got saved, all right? Um, I believed the Bible to be God's word. Uh, I believed um, that Jesus um, uh, was the Son of God. Um, I believed about Calvary and that he died, uh, and uh, I believed... Uh, what people said about the resurrection. Um, and, you know, at that time, you know, for me, Easter was more about, you know, colored eggs and candy and, you know, whatever. And my mom uh, always, we would always do that as kids. And, and uh, but as I was exposed to the Bible uh, in church, you know, I'm, I'm, I, I'm like, oh, that makes sense. Um, but I didn't have saving faith. Um, I, 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 heard, I heard the message uh, all the time, but it wasn't until... The Holy Spirit of God did something uh, in my life and brought conviction uh, that everything that I was hearing and reading and seeing um, finally took root, uh, and it's all the grace of God, and it's, and it's through faith. And so I believed in that time in 1987 where I got saved at youth camp. Um, God drew me, uh, brought conviction to my heart, uh, and, uh, and, and there are people who, uh, who they, they know that the Word of God is true, that might, they might even realize that they're a sinner, but they, but they don't trust Jesus Christ as their personal Savior. And what they, what they need at that point, I'll touch on here in a second, is more Bible, uh, more of the Word of God, uh, and for God to do what He does. So the Christian life uh, begins with saving faith. And we know from the Bible that faith can grow. Uh, after we're saved, our faith begins to grow. The Bible says, as newborn baby... We must gain strength and learn to crawl. And so the new Christian feeds on the word of God. Uh, As newborn babes desire the sincere sincere milk of the word that you may grow thereby. Uh, With uh, little Livy, our granddaughter, and uh, with uh, the Down syndrome and stuff, she's tiny. Uh, and so we're just, you know, trying to give her uh, more milk and in uh, in Similac and whatever. And it's like if she's awake, we're trying to pump food, uh, you know, into her. Why? She needs it to grow. Uh, we all understand that and know that from a human standpoint, uh, but spiritually, uh, the analogy is true as well uh, as we desire. In, in, in fact, uh, a, to not desire the milk of the word of, of God uh, is, to, is an evidence of perhaps a lack of regeneration, a lack of new birth, because a newborn uh, Christian desires the word of God. Second uh, Thessalonians 1.3 says, We are bound to thank God always for you, brethren, as it is meet, because that your faith groweth exceedingly. 
and the charity of every one of you all toward one another. So it's exciting for us to see uh, growth. And, uh, and, uh, and we read about that in verse number 10, or excuse me, verse 15 of 2 Corinthians chapter number 10, uh, that, uh, that when our faith is increased, when it grows, uh, that there are many, uh, in that instance, um, uh, seed sown in missionary sent. Uh, and we know that that faith comes from God. The Bible says in Hebrews 12, verse number 2, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. Jesus is the author and finisher of our faith. God has given uh, to every man a measure of faith. Romans 12, 3 says, For I say, through the grace given unto me, to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly, according as God hath dealt to every man the measure of faith. Um, there's nothing in us to glory about at all. Um, there just isn't. Everything that we do uh, that is a God thing in our life, it's because it's God working through us. And uh, it's just the presence of the Holy Spirit uh, in our life and salvation in, uh, as, uh, as he, he works out. So only, only God can increase our faith. Um, there's nothing, you know, you can hear stories. Um, missionary stories or faith promise mission stories that would encourage us. But in order for you to have more faith, for your faith to increase, God has to do that. There's not an exercise uh, that you can do. There's not a, a, some secret uh, method. Uh, God has to grow our faith. Uh, and uh, so that's why the disciples prayed uh, to him. So since faith in God uh, and his word is the foundation uh, of our Christian life, when our faith grows, uh, it benefits every area of our life. So more faith means a lot of other things. Um, when we get saved, the Bible says uh, that we're indwelled by the Spirit of God and there are fruits of the Spirit. Love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, meekness, temperance, uh, many good things. Righteousness, holiness, obedience, all the virtues that God wants us to have, uh, is they're an outflowing of, the, of a growth of faith in our life. We're to add to our faith virtue and add to our virtue knowledge. God gives us faith and then we add to it, uh, these things. So more faith, uh, increase of faith means to be more like Jesus. Uh, It takes the fruits of the Spirit that God gives us and grows them so we can be more loving and have more joy uh, and we can have peace and uh, and gentleness and all the things that God uh, would have us uh, to have in our life. So we we learn from Scripture that faith can increase uh, and it comes from God. Uh, and that faith improves every area of our life as a Christian and, and, uh, and, and beyond that. Not just uh, those virtues I read a moment ago, uh, but to have increased faith uh, in God's Word um, helps us to deal with pandemics uh, and wars and rumors of wars uh, and all the things that are taking place uh, in life. Why? Because we believe uh, that, that He is God. Uh, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. We know that God is in control, but it's more than just a platitude uh, that, we, that we spew out uh, whenever somebody questions uh, circumstances. Well, God is in control. Do we really believe that? I hope that you do. And he is, by the way, whether you believe it or not. Uh, he is in control. He is God. And I'm thankful for that. So how do we increase our faith? Uh, and uh, we know prayer increases faith. We read that. The, the, the apostle said unto him in verse number 5 of chapter number 17. Uh, so let me ask you this. How often do you pray for more faith? 
Uh, we uh, have given opportunity in recent weeks as we've been praying about Faith Promise Missions giving. Uh, that's an opportunity to do that. Uh, but why not make the prayer of increasing faith uh, something that we request from God um, on a daily basis? Uh, and, uh, you know, certainly God answers prayer. We know that. Um, we often pray for things that we're not sure God wants us, wants us to have. Uh, you know, I, I remember at one point I, was, I said, God, um, I'm praying for a Cadillac Escalade. And uh, now I know, you know, whatever, uh, whatever gets from point A to point B, um, we're supposed to be content with and, uh, and give God the glory for. All right. Uh, and uh, but I heard a preacher one time say, the Lord's my shepherd, I shall not want. And, uh, and uh, in, in the context, like God gives us what we need, gives us what we want. And I understand what he was saying. Uh, and, uh, and so I'm like, Lord, I know I can get from point A to point B, but I would like to go so in style. Uh, and, uh, and so I would pray. But you know what? God's never given me a Cadillac Escalade. Uh, but he's always provided means of transportation, and he has done all those things. So God, God provides for our needs. We need to understand the difference between needs and wants. And there are requests that we make of God. Um, and I think deep down we know he's just not going to give us that. Um, and, and somehow we twist the scripture like importunity. Like if I just continue to knock, uh, knock, ask and seek. Uh, Father, please give me a Cadillac Escalade. Father, please give me a Cadillac Escalade. That after a while, God will go, enough already. Here's your Cadillac Escalade. Like we can bug God and nag him till he gives us what we want. That is not what importunity is uh, in the Bible. Uh, sometimes God just tells us no. And that's the answer uh, to our prayers. Uh, but you know what God, God always answers? Prayers that are prayed in the Spirit of God and according to His will. Um, God, will God might not give you the vehicle that you're asking Him for or whatever it is that's on your, your God wish list. Um, but if you pray and ask God for more faith, don't you think God would give it to you? Because that's something that He wants us to have. So, so if we had, by the way, if we had more faith, we'd have more contentedness. If we, if we had more faith, we'd have more peace. Uh, God increased. So it's, usually it's not a, a problem of, uh, of you know, um, you know I, I have an anger problem. God, help me with my anger. Maybe we ask God, uh, you know, to increase our faith. Uh, we'd have more faith and trust in what the Word of God says or, uh, or to be able to apply uh, the Scripture in regards to those things. And so, uh, so we understand that prayer increases our faith, so we should be praying for that on a daily basis, not just, you know, every October, November, uh, when we are thinking about uh, giving to missions. But notice what it says in Luke 17, verse number 6. It says, and the Lord said, if ye have had faith as a grain of mustard seed, ye might say unto the sycamine tree, be thou plucked up by the root, and be thou planted in the sea, and it should obey you. Now, I've got alongside my house, I've got these picker bushes. Uh, they're decorative or whatever, but you go and they've got the big thorns in them or whatever. And, and, uh, and so years ago, uh, our, we, uh, we did away with our homeowners association. It was mostly me um, fighting for that. And, uh, and so now it's mostly me trimming those uh, thorny bushes <laughs> uh, and, uh, and things of that nature. Uh, but um, uh, I would love to be able to say to those poker, uh, uh, poker, uh, picker bushes, be thou removed. And they just up and they removed. 
I mean, I've got some, I've got precedent in the Bible. Uh, and so, you know, I can stand out there and, 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 I, and I, you know, be thou removed, uh, you know, um, leaves, rake yourself, uh, you know, and, uh, and we do that. But uh, that's not how God works. And he's really, and, and, but I do believe that if we had the, the faith of a mustard seed, we can do this. So what does, so since we look at a, a mountain or a sycamine tree or thorn bushes uh, and, uh, and we by faith claim something or ask something and it doesn't happen, it doesn't mean that God's word's not true. Uh, it just means we need more faith. Uh, we, we, need, we need it to grow. So adding to our faith or increasing our faith, prayer increases it, but it's also understanding the power of faith that increases our faith. Uh, the truth is, the first thing that the Lord taught His disciples in response to their prayer of increased faith is that uh, it, doesn't, it doesn't take a lot of faith to make a big, a big impact. Uh, and, uh, and, and so even a small amount of faith can move mountains, the, uh, the mustard seed side of that. Uh, and uh, so a tremendous truth, <laughs> uh, this truth from the Bible should encourage us. Uh, we, we don't need a lifetime of, uh, of Christianity uh, to get increased faith. We just simply need to ask God uh, and, uh, and, and trust Him. So do you pray for it on a daily basis? Do you have even a small uh, amount of faith? If you do, see what God can do if he's, if he's given you more. You say, well, I have faith to believe. You know, I, I have faith. I believe God's going to take care of me. All right, that's based on God's Word, and, uh, and it's a truth and it's a principle. Uh, and we have to trust by faith, that God is going to do it. Uh, we doubt when the money's short or we don't have you know, uh, something that we, we feel like we need. Uh, and our temp- the temptation is to question God. Uh, and, uh, and so often as Christians, we do that. So if you have faith, like, you know, you know I can, I just, God's come through before and, he, and he's, he's done it time. And, so I just believe that God's going to come. I mean, it takes faith to believe that. But what if you had a lot of faith? Uh, then, then your trust would deepen. Uh, and, uh, and that would also, um, in reference to Faith Promise Missions giving, uh, would allow for you to, to extend uh, or to test that faith like God has encouraged us in the previous messages uh, that we've read or uh, from Malachi. And I touched on this on Wednesday, and I don't have time today, uh, but God, with increased faith, wants us to take risks uh, but only t- with those things that the Lord tells us to take risks with. One of those is this area of faith, promise, missions, giving. Uh, he says, give bountifully and you'll, re- and you'll reap bountifully. Uh, you, can't, you can't outgive him. He says, give and you'll return unto us. Uh, and, but it takes risk to, to do that. Uh, but with, uh, when God tells us to extend faith uh, or to test faith um, in his word, that is just something that we should all do and take God uh, add his word for it that he's going to come through. So the power of faith, uh, or understanding the power of faith, uh, increases faith. So faith is not something that happens to you. Faith is something that you exercise. We choose to trust God. We commit to obey God uh, regardless of details. Uh, and uh, and uh, if God says it, I believe it. Uh, and, uh, and, 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 and that is really uh, my belief and faith in the finished work of Christ uh, and in His Word of God. Uh, in the power of it uh, helps to increase faith. Uh, but number three, hearing the Word of God increases faith. Turn with me to Romans chapter number 10. 
and I'm trying to hurry. Just got two more points, and uh, I might, again, jump into something else about this uh, tonight. But if you don't get anything out of this message, I want you to get this third point. Uh, Hearing the Word of God increases faith. In Romans chapter number 10, um, well, let's back up, not just in verse 17, verse 14. Uh, well, verse 13, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. We, when I witness to people, uh, give them the Romans road, I, I always end up in Romans 10, verses 9 and 10, uh, and verse number 13. Uh, we know that with a heart man believeth unto righteousness, with a mouth confession is made, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Uh, by the way, I don't believe in, you know, uh, just, you know, I believe not in mental assent. You can pray to God without, without praying with your mouth. Is everybody with me? Uh, and uh, so you can, you know, we do that. We pray. We take uh, people, the world says like a time of silence or whatever, but we can, we can pray. A woman was arrested somewhere, I can't remember where it was, uh, for, for praying silently outside of an abortion clinic. And uh, so you can pray. You can pray standing up, sitting down. You can pray driving, eyes open. Uh, you know, you can watch and pray. You can sit and pray. Uh, there are many postures of prayer. Uh, in fact, God knows our prayers before we even ask them. Uh, but he says he wants to hear them. And uh, so we pray to him. Uh, don't be it's like, you know, I don't, you know, how's your prayer life? Well, I don't pray because God knows my prayers before I even ask him. As a, as a cop out for uh, not having the discipline of prayer. It says, how then shall they call on him, verse 14, in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? And how, they, and how shall they preach except they be sent, as it is written, how beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel uh, of peace and bring glad tidings of good things. Uh, what I, what I, uh, I want you to get this, for, but not just that my feet are beautiful. Uh, that's not the point. Uh, it says, pre- all right, some of you just run in. All right, I got dad jokes for days. Verse 16, but they, that not, uh, but they have not all obeyed the gospel, for Esaias saith, Lord... Uh, who hath believed our report. So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Um, Reading the Bible uh, is necessary and has its place. We know where to read it, where to meditate on it. Uh, We are to memorize uh, Scripture. Uh, Wherewithal shall a young man cleanse his way? The Bible says by taking heed uh, thereto according uh, to thy word. Um, But this passage of Scripture doesn't place an emphasis upon the reading of God's word. Uh, it places the emphasis upon the hearing uh, of God's word. Why? Um, because there's a science uh, behind hearing uh, the Bible. There was a study that was conducted by the Journal of uh, Verbal Learning and Verbal Behavior, and it found that our brains are actually more likely to create um, uh, meaningful imagery uh, when we listen to a story. All right. Uh, and as opposed to um, when it's read in a traditional format. Uh, so uh, because what it does is it allows our brains, uh, a, um, uh, a, our, our brains visual process kicks into gear when we hear a story versus versus reading it. And uh, and, and by the way, um, um, God was, you know, light years, eternal, e- eternally ahead uh, of human beings when it comes to uh, science, all right? Uh, and, uh, and by the way, you know, um, well, uh, I, I don't want to do that. By the way, it'll take me too much time. So reading is beneficial, uh, but 
reading, reading is active and hearing is passive. Uh, and uh, so when, um, uh, like when we do the 90-day Bible reading challenge, uh, some people have said, you know, can I just listen to uh, the scriptures? Does that count? I said, well, if you listen alongside of reading, uh, then it counts. Uh, but it also helps you uh, in focus uh, and, to, uh, and to retain those things. So um, God, God already knew that. <laughs> uh, and uh, so it seems like our minds, uh, the, they process concepts, our minds process technicalities better uh, while reading and, uh, and, uh, and we process stories uh, and, and imagery better when we're listening. Uh, and so the most effective way uh, to learn the meaning and application of the Bible is by listening to a Bible-based, spirit-filled preaching of God's Word. Amen. Nothing can replace the preaching of God's Word. Now, let me uh, clarify that. Um, I think um, you, can, you can grow by reading the Bible. We know that the Bible claims that. We know that to be true. But people who avoid the preaching of the Bible are, are doing so at, at the peril or at the, at the risk of stunting their own spiritual growth. God has attached it, attached that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. But we know what he means because he's, because he's talking in context about preaching the gospel uh, to, uh, to people. Uh, the Bible says in 1 Corinthians 1.21, For after that in the wisdom of God, the world by wisdom knew not God. It pleased God by the foolishness of preaching to save them that believe. So nothing can replace the preaching of God's word uh, in your life. Now, uh, as a pastor, I'm supposed to preach the word. Be instant in season, out of season. We can read, uh, and maybe we'll do this uh, for another message, but in Nehemiah chapter number 8, uh, verses you know, 5 through 8, uh, he, the latter part of it, it says, they read the word of God, uh, the scrolls and things that were there. Ezra opened up the book in the sight of all the people. So they read the book in the, of the law of God distinctly and gave the sense and cause them to understand the reading. So the most effective way to absorb the most Bible in context is to listen to it while reading it. Uh, and, uh, and so we should um, uh, practice that in our cars and different things. Technology, you've got all uh, the things that you can do that. Acts 6, 7 says, and, when the word, the, and the word of God increased and the number of the disciples multiplied. So the word must increase through preaching and teaching and soul winning. Uh, we, should, we should be involved in that. Um, we invite people to come to church. Uh, and if you've been here for any length of time, uh, you know that I believe that church is for saved people. Church is for, it's, a, it's an equipping ministry. It's, the, it's a, an assembly of saved, baptized believers. And the Bible says, uh, be careful about wheats and tares and you got sheeps and goats and, uh, and all that God says about uh, separation. But a, a church uh, is, um, uh, is, is primarily and biblically a place where saints assemble. The word of God is preached uh, and uh, distinctly uh, and given the sense in the reading, it's to equip us to go out into the highways and hedges, compel people to come in. Here's one of the reasons I want you to invite people to come to church, though. Uh, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So somebody who is an unbeliever 
needs faith. They get faith by God and through the preaching of God's word and from his word. That's why we preach the gospel to people uh, and, uh, and why we, we encourage uh, soul winning. And, uh, and, uh, and when we do that, faith will spread. So uh, I was exposed to more preaching of the Bible. God used that to increase my faith. Uh, and, uh, and I got saved, and, uh, and I want more of it, and I want more faith. I want my faith to grow, and so uh, I test that faith. Uh, I, tr- I, tr- I try that. I prove God, uh, not in a negative way, in a contentious way, but when God says, prove me therewith, say it the Lord, uh, I, I'm like, okay, um, because I can't, I can't go wrong in that, in that area. So invite people. See, you've got somebody that's not saved that you love and care for. Invite them to come to church. It doesn't mean uh, that uh, they're going to get saved the first time they come here. But when they hear the word of God preached, there's a promise attached. Faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. The preaching of God's word should never be avoided in your life. Um, you, You may not be where God wants you to be today because you have systematically through your life um, avoided um, uh, or did not take all the opportunities to hear the word of God preached uh, and, and the sense given into it, etc. So um, church is important. Uh, the preaching of God's word is important. And, and it's God's word, uh, not social stuff and political stuff and everything else. We can use and give examples or analogies or whatever, uh, but it's the preaching of God's word. So um, church is important. Please uh, get people that you love and care for under preaching, and you hear more preaching. Um, you know, uh, listen to it. I, um, uh, Brother um, uh, Creek was doing the lights uh, yesterday and came out, and I heard Brother, he was playing Brother Swanky. Uh, messages uh, over um, his whatever he had device there, uh, and listen to, the pre- listen to preaching. Listen to preaching in your car. Doesn't have to be my preaching. Can be somebody else preaching as long as it's the Bible, uh, obviously, and, and right. Number four, lastly, prayer and fasting increases our faith. And I can't get into it, but in Matthew 17, verses 19 through 21, uh, the disciples were having a difficult time uh, with, uh, with being able to cast out uh, devils and whatever. And, uh, and at the end of that, he says, uh, Howbeit this kind goeth not out but by prayer and fasting. So we've, we've said prayer. Asking God to increase our faith is something that we should pray. Uh, but fasting, the, the, you know, abstaining from food uh, for a certain time uh, is another way uh, that God will grow our faith. There are some things that don't come uh, but by that. So if you have a, a lack of faith or you have a, a spiritual challenge or a decision to make and you need uh, more faith uh, in order to make that decision and you're saying, God, increase my faith. You're praying uh, that God would do that. You're getting in the word of God. You're listening to preaching. Faith comes by hearing. Uh, but you also need to be perhaps fasting uh, and, uh, uh, because fasting has a, sign- a significant effect uh, on, uh, on our soul uh, when we, we do that. And we need more power from God than we, we need to fast and ask Him. These, the disciples couldn't cast out those devils because they didn't have the authority to cast them out. And so when they needed more authority, and the only way to get more authority was, to, was by prayer and by fasting. So to wrap this all up, um, faith comes from God. We know faith can be increased that we need to grow. So as I challenge you, hey, we need to, hey, you need to increase your faith this year. And, and you, you go, okay, that just means giving more money to missions. It's, it's more than that. It's, it's way more than that. 
Um, and, and there's nothing that, there's no sermon I can preach. There's no, there's no missionary video that we can watch. Uh, there's nothing that I can do to give you more faith. Uh, it requires prayer uh, and, uh, and for God to do a work in your life. So that's why I pray that God increases the faith. Well, how does he do that? And I'm given these, these steps. But then we exercise faith. Faith is doing things. Uh, faith is the substance, yes, of things hoped for, the evidence, but it's also it's evidenced by uh, uh, what we do. Faith uh, in belief drives behavior. Uh, and if we believe uh, that uh, we're going to heaven, God saved us, and uh, all the blessings, we're, we're, we're talking about you know, the Lord coming back, and, uh, and uh, we'll be, uh, in my Sunday school class, we'll be uh, going through the book of Revelation here coming up. Um, your faith can increase, uh, and, uh, but you've got to cry out to God uh, in prayer uh, for Him uh, in order to increase it. So, um, you know, I want it to increase, not just so we can support more missionaries, but I want it to grow so that you can have more joy and peace and, uh, and all the virtues. We, 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 faith is the foundation, uh, but I can't give it to you. Um, and it's, and it's, not, it's not some you know, mystical, magical, you know, um, it's a mystery, yes, uh, and, and, and we can't really you know, comprehend all of it uh, in this life. And we try to illustrate it. You know, we do things that take faith. Uh, when we do something we don't understand, like, you know, I don't know how electricity works. I just, you know, I turn it on. You know, uh, it should turn on. <laughs> uh, and, but I have no clue how it works. I just trust that that's what happens. And when, you know, uh, it doesn't happen, uh, I, don't, I don't know what to do. Uh, well, I call Buddy or I, you know, I call uh, somebody else to help. Uh, the, the lights need to turn on. Uh, but we exercise um, belief and faith and trust in many other areas. But when it comes to this, we've got to ask God uh, to increase it. Are you praying for it? Did you pray for it last week? And it wasn't just for an offering. Did you pray about it weeks before? Have you prayed about it since then? Uh, you may have already given more to missions or pledged and even started today uh, in the offering. Uh, but you still need to pray, God, increase my faith. I need more of it uh, and help me. And, uh, and so if you need more faith, you need more Bible, you need more preaching. Uh, you, you, you need more of everything that God has. He says, I want more. By the way, God never tells us to be content with spiritual things. It's physical things and money and stuff like that. You should never be like, well, this is, this is about as close to God as I really want to get. Not, not anymore, not any less. Just, just really good. I'm kind of in a groove. Um, you should never be satisfied with it. Uh, and the more faith you have, the more, uh, more like Christ you will be, uh, the more that you'll desire the things of God in your life, the more you'll be able to cope uh, with the world and everything that's going on. God, increase uh, my faith. I hope that's your prayer. Let's all stand uh, this morning, and, and uh, we're going to make that our invitation. And as I, our heads are bowed and our eyes are closed, let me ask you just a couple of things. If you're here today and, and you don't know Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior, uh, maybe you've been here, maybe this is your first time, maybe you've been here a couple of times, and, uh, and our goal is to, is to preach the Word of God, and you may not always hear uh, a gospel message in a sermon, uh, and uh, in part because um, of our view of, uh, of church and equipping, as I, as I exercised a little bit ago or said a little bit ago, um, but when you hear the Word of God preached, regardless of the topic or the area, the text, 
Uh, God does a work in our hearts through the preaching of God's Word. And so maybe today you've, you've been here several different times and you know, maybe it's your first time, uh, but God revealed to you through the Holy Spirit uh, as I was preaching that, that you don't know Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior. If you were to die today, you don't know where you would go. Uh, and the Holy Spirit of God revealed that to you. Not me, it's not the preaching, uh, but you realize today you're lost and in need of a Savior. With our heads bowed and our eyes are closed, I like to pray for you, not out loud or embarrass you or whatever, uh, but you would just, uh, by raising your hand where you're at, just up and down, you say, Pastor Reno, I don't know that I'm saved, and I would like to know. Uh, if I was to die today, I don't know that I would go to heaven, and I would like to know, would you pray for me uh, uh, or help me with that today? Anybody at all, just raise your hand say, I'm not saved uh, I know I'm not saved, but I'd like to know. All right, thank you. Uh, and, uh, but Christians, um, do you have uh, faith? You have saving faith if you claim to be saved. You trusted God and, in, his, in His work and what the Word of God says. Um, but did you stop praying for God to grow your faith? Um, so I don't even want you to ask God to increase your faith today for faith promise missions. Um, let's just table that for just a moment and just say, God, just increase my faith just generally speaking, I need, I need more faith to deal with my health, and I need more faith uh, to deal with my children. I need more faith uh, to deal with life, and, and, and uh, God increase my faith. Uh, he might not give you, um, you know, the, the specific thing that, you know, the little wants and stuff that we want, but that's something that God will answer you on and will give you if you want it and you pray it. Uh, and, uh, and then he'll give you, as I've given you as well, uh, ways to help grow that uh, uh, from the Word of God. So piano begins to play. If God's spoken to your heart, let's spend a, a few minutes in prayer. Say, God, increase my faith. Um, maybe, it, maybe it's the area of forgiveness from Luke chapter number 17. Maybe you have a hard time forgiving people. It's not that you lack love. It's that you lack faith. 